And we're back. 15 games left. I'm going to read them off quick. We're going to update you guys. So, what we have on our 15 is God of War, Dead Cells, Florence, Marvel Spider-Man, Into the Breach, Minute, Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, Celeste, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Deltarune Chapter 1, Wandersong, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Return of the Oberdin, Below, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Shelby's up. It's a tough one. It's a toughie. It's going to be a tough one. I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um... I say a couple, I think like two. I haven't played. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's see. So you guys are gonna fight me on this, but oh, okay. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. uh, as far as the top ten, mm -hmm. I think Dead Cells. I I would personally take off. That's so tough. But here we are. We're at a point where there are 15 games left, and every single time one of us says something, it's I know gonna it's gonna like, be tough. Yeah, no doubt about it. I don't like think. That's just really but that's why we need to. That's why we have these yeah. discussions is to, is to so, figure it out. Personally, Dead Cells is something I think. When I played Dead Cells in August, I think it came out. Mm -hmm. I it, for me, I was already like, all right, this is like definitely gonna be top 10. I, I love it. I haven't played like a roguelike game like that in, in quite some time. As good as Dead Cells in a long time, probably since Rogue Legacy. Um, loved it. Loved the Metroidvania aspect of it. Loved the art style. Um, but you know what? It came to a point where I just stopped playing it, and I think I just I lost that sort of urge to keep going. Was it a, a difficulty thing? Or? No, it wasn't even a difficulty thing, and it wasn't even that it got less intriguing. It, it, it stayed intriguing, I, you know, Something better every out. level. I think I just... Started playing other games? Yeah. And yeah. Started playing other games from the wayside. It came out a week before Spider-Man, I think. Okay. Or two that's weeks. What it was. Yeah, so that's yeah. also tough. Um, I remember my only... I mean, I know I've seen the game and gameplay, but the... Dan playing it for about ten minutes was my, yeah. my full experience. Right. You know, I said when you know my my tenth to my fifteenth game could all be interchangeable, and I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. yeah so this it's in that. Right now. Yeah, it's in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, definitely. it's it's tough, but yeah, Dead Cells is an excellent game, and uh, I will say when I beat the boss for the first time, like and only time, I was like, it was like high moment, one of the yeah, high no, moments of the um, year, like beating that final boss was so cool, but. Right when I did it, and I haven't gone back once. It doesn't have that replay factor that... Okay. I mean, it does, but there's something to it where it's like, once you get off of it, you're kind of like, eh, mm -hmm. maybe that's it. I can see it going. All right, I'm not too... Dead Cells is gone. My Dead Cells. It was a great game. It was an awesome game. Seriously, game. play it. It's, oh, I still it's, want to it's again. Cool. Uh, it's cool. if, you like, me, if you like roguelike games. I have a backlog on Switch of games that I want. A lot of people wanna, aren't. Did you check his? Um, yeah, he's good to go. Um, there's, um, there's a backlog on Switch of games that I was like, I need to play all Yeah, that's a good one. Or I don't even, is it on Switch? It is. It's on PS4. A lot of fun, but it didn't have the, the staying power, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. All right, up to Dan. I'm going to get rid of... need to do another round. Again, this is hard. I'm going to get rid of Delta Room, Chapter 1. Really? I'm with him on that. Yes. Really? Love Undertale. I love Deltarune. I am super excited to and see what Toby on. Fox do you, does next. Do you, feel, do you feel this way because it feels incomplete to you? 
Yes. That's a good... Because I know there's more to come. Yeah. Whereas we I were talking we, before, in the sense where Dan was saying, I believe it was Life is Strange, Season 2, Episode 1, he said it just didn't feel like When you said that... Deltarune Chapter 2 is going to come out in three or four years, probably. Like, we have no idea when that game's coming. That's not quite the same as an episodic game that's about to come out. You're right. But right. still... This is a pretty, I mean... I know this is a big one. And I love Undertale to death. And I love this to pieces. We're going to spoil... We all played it, right? We all yeah. finished it? Didn't finish I, it. I didn't finish the very end. I did play oh, more of okay. it. I only got another hour in, so I probably have another hour or two left. Okay. Well, we're, well we can spoil it. Yeah, absolutely. Spoil it. Go ahead. For anybody that's a fan of Undertale and Undertale lore, what happens at the end, mm -hmm. the end end, mm -hmm. where Chris is in his bed and rips the heart out and... Yep. And it's not Chris. It's not Chris. It's Chara? Yeah. Char okay. Yeah. They're crazy. crazy. Like, oh my gosh, like crazy. what... What the hell just happened? Whatever. And that's when you're seeing, that's when you're starting to think Ralsei is Asriel. Like, it, it's like a prequel. There's a lot of stuff going on, and it's either a prequel or an alternate universe mm -hmm. that I have no way of knowing yet, but it, they're doing some really cool stuff. I, my favorite. That end part, man. No, what I'll say is, when you get to walk back through that town, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you see everybody, everybody's there, and Sans is there. I love Undertale. I loved it so much. Undertale would have been top is top five games of 2015, top games ever. I just don't think that Delta Room. I love what I really loved about Delta Room was the way it was so much more upfront about its message, and I think that's really really cool. I loved how you know the, I forget the characters' names. It's been a while. The main character who just wants to kill everything, and like you have to purposely go out of your way to prevent that and and you know be a pacifist. And I, I love how the themes are very hit home. I feel like that's Toby Fox's way of talking to the community and being like, I, you know, none of you guys understand what my game's about. You like, know what I didn't look up is what happens. Is Rossi just like the only one? If you're like also attacking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Rossi, the... Ra no, Rossi is the, 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 the guy with the, the scarf. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's... But it, it starts with a P, doesn't it? It's a purple monster thing. It, I mean, she is purple. Sarah or something like that. No. I don't remember. I don't but remember. What I'm saying is, if you're attacking as well, and oh, you're not trying to yeah, stop I don't it. know. Preventing it does have a different outcome. That I should have looked into, but I'm sure. The game is short enough to wait. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it differs in some way. I loved it. And, and, and that's the thing. We're at the point now where it's not that I didn't love it. I just, I love 10 games more. And it, it, it's hard. It might have been, maybe Here's it might have been. I personally like it more than I liked Undertale so far. Yeah. And I haven't that's, finished it yet. That's also incredible. And yeah. that boss fight at the end. Oh, yeah. No, so, so good. good. And then the first time you go into battle, and it was and then it goes into the so three. Great. Yes. And they change the whole See, fighting I like, style. I feel like now it looks like so I don't, I don't like cool. it. Like, I really liked it. I don't, I don't want it to come off that I didn't love oh, it. Oh, man. That's rough, dude. Well, it's my pick. If you don't want it gone, Dave. Yeah, you can yeah, fight it. I'm not going to fight it. Why not? Wait, why not? Why aren't you going to fight because it? Because I see, I see 10 other games. All right, so me. I'm not such a bad guy. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Delta Rune is gone. Ruin. Did not see that coming. I thought that was making top ten. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna kill my baby, Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden. Okay. I I love this game. I played through it really quick because I, I really did fall in love with it when, when it when I first played it. It just recently came out early December. Um there are some seriously amazing moments in this game and it tells such a great story throughout like the first time that you there's a whole 
and, and I'm, I don't need to get into it because we're not really arguing to keep it on or not. I'm taking it off myself. But it does some really, really cool stuff with that stalker, you know, lore universe that it kind of takes from. Um, but it's just, a, it's just a great game. It's just such a good story with such a good world they built. It's, uh, again, this is a world that you're familiar with from Roadside Picnic. And then I've only played an hour of it. And it, it, it seems like one of those games where I can see exactly what he's saying. Like, it has this lore to it where you're like, I want to know more. It's his one. Because, like, like Stalker's, like, probably, here, like, you know? top 20 movies yeah. ever. It's so cool, man. This just, game like, is it, so, so cool. It just has that look to it, like, that it's dystopian awesome. little, oh, it's you great. want to know It does such a good world. job at setting I, up I, do, I will say, in the first hour, I thought it was pretty funny, the dialogue that the, um... Not the mutants, because you're the mutants. The other people have the ghouls. Yeah. The ghouls, and they're just like, "Oh, those mutants! I just want to kill those yeah. mutants!" And when you're walking by them, and you're like, <laughs> "They all have so many." Uh, they all have so many like, the di- the the writing in this game is so cool because it's. I love the dialogue between the two main characters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you you'll come across something, and it's goofy, but it it works. You'll yeah. come across like you come across like a, outside like playhouse right mm-hmm. like a fake house that you used to go in as a little kid like as a toddler and like pretend it's your house right little types and so you go there and you see that like because you're going through like the real world before anything you know like everyone's gone but the world's still there and so you see this little playhouse and uh <laughs> you were walking by and you're like there used to be humans that were so small that would live in these houses. <laughs> and they're like, that's really freaky. <laughs> like They're like so like freaked out by it. Like they don't understand anything because they never lived in the world yeah, before. That's awesome. it is. It's so funny. They have, a, they have a lot of moments like that where it's just like really funny. Like, wow, I guess that is weird if you think about it. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like if you don't, if you didn't know better. But, when I first started out, I was like, a, I know he's a duck, but it was like a Timon and Pumbaa kind of vibe to it for me yeah it totally like a, totally like a, like yeah. a messed up dark world yeah. Timon and Pumbaa kind totally. of going back and forth with each other <laughs> that's awesome yeah. but yeah it, it's a great game I, I really highly recommend it but um that's one that that's gonna be right on that verge for me it might not even make mine but I really love that game yeah, okay Joe um alright you guys are gonna hate me but I, I have to take off Florence personally I don't know. I don't know. How many do we have uh, left? We got we got twelve. We gotta Ooh. get rid of two. I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it. Okay. So Man, you never I got around to that. That's why I'm taking forty five minute game. I know. I haven't touched <laughs> we'll it. We'll just watch you play it right now actually <laughs> <laughs> on the episode. That's what you should have done. I could have gotten it done so far. You because you know how we were talking about Gris and you know and I, I mentioned specifically that there's a few games that that dealt with those themes like so well and better than Gris, Gris even did like Florence was one of those games in my mind that in 45 minutes yeah. packed this punch yeah. actually I think you brought I didn't mean to even copy I think you said that too last episode but like I totally agree this emotional roller coaster ride in mm-hmm. 45 minutes in a mobile well, device game which doesn't get yeah. any credit yeah I, I'm gonna fight for this to stay uh, and the reason is it tells a, a, a story about a relationship, right? And so at the beginning of the relationship, you see this girl single, and then you see her stumble across this guy. He's playing like cello, cello or, 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 or you know bass, whatever. He's playing, 
in like the park or like he's playing in the open or something and she like stays behind and they end up like having a relationship and it goes through all the stages of the relationship it's the excitement they're having a great time they move in together you rearrange the stuff when you're moving into the same apartment and then things start to fade and they're fighting and what this story does that i love because you never see this in fiction you never see this in any fiction is a relationship from start to end and then of course usually what you get is the girl is sad afterwards and that's the end of the story or you get the girl is sad afterwards and then the guy comes back, back and they get back together you know what they do in this the girl is sad afterwards and then she moves on and learns from her relationship and now uses it as a stepping stone to be like you're, because that's what your life is. You're, you're, you're having relationships with people and they're influencing your life. And this is a game where it's like a relationship that can end badly. But can, like it's still a positive. Can still be a positive yeah. influence on your life. And it's so realistic and it hits home for me where it's just like, I get it. Because it's like, that's realistic. Nobody does that. The best part for Nobody me, does and this that. is total spoilers, right at the end, she's in her office and she, you know, she gets a promotion. Or no, she starts a new business. Or yeah, something. she's she leaves she, her job. She's an artist, right? So she's like taking off all like. She went know, to a gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. She's taking away all, you know, her flowers or you know, stay everything off her desk. And under her keyboard was a picture of her and this guy that she was with. Yeah. And like, and you know, like you said, in other fiction, you would have seen that like, they take the picture, they rip it, or you yeah. know, they look at the picture, like I gotta go call and you know, right. anything. She looks at it and she smiles and like she puts that in her box as like, yeah. and like, like I this don't was know. a good memory. Had, like, I had a good relationship. These with sort this of person. situations yeah. where you know you have something from an old oh. girlfriend or whatever, and like, you get to the point where like you're not sad, you're not angry. It's just like, oh, that was like a chapter in my life. That's yeah. like interesting that you know we crossed yes. paths for a little bit. So yes. the same thing in Eat Pray Love. <laughs> but what I'm saying, the reason, well, the reason this is so good is because it's just doing it. It's not like it's just telling you this Without story, throwing it in your face. Yeah, yeah. it's not pretentious. It's or not saying like, it's just, oh, well, I hope you learned that a relationship, a relationship that ends can still be a good it one. It just it's is. Like, yeah, it just was part of the story, and it was just so well done. I, I really personally would like to see this. In well, I, if it stays, it stays. I'm just. That was, no, I know, that was but that's how we, you know. Yeah, that's, how, that's how this works. <laughs> what are you going to get instead, then? I don't know. That's tough <laughs> I can't take any of these These 12 are especially Jesus ridiculous. Christ. I mean, you're not going to let me get rid of the next one either, but I'm going to attack Wanderson. Mm-hmm. <gasps> uh, listen, there's two games on this list I haven't played. Those are the two games. <laughs> Those are the only two games I haven't played on this Wander list. Wanderson is not coming off the list. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's Megan. Shelby, I'm so sorry. That's the actually... There's two games on there. One of them is one of them that I will fight. Tooth and nail. For tooth and nail. Right, for right, that's fine. That's actually we're making your job so fun. This is why I'm telling you guys. You know, Cooney Two needs to come off this no, list. I can't let it happen. <laughs> can't let it happen. Fuck <laughs> uh, damn! We gotta get two off so that Nino Cooney makes it. All right. So all right. So <laughs> I gotta start thinking too. All right. Hold on. Hold on. If we're at a, if we're at a stop here, if yeah. we're at a, at a tough point. Can we start putting games that we know oh, are going to be on the list? What games are definitely yeah. top ten? I think. So let's let's say I mean, we said Wander Song, right? Wander Song definitely. Yeah, you guys want to have that definitely? Do on we there. all agree Red Dead? Are we putting that on the? You think Red Dead, definitely. 
Well, okay, let's talk about the big heavy hitters this year. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh. All right, all right. I like this. <laughs> all right, seriously. The big... right, for me, God of War and Spider-Man, I feel, have to be on that top ten. I'm with you. I like God I of War and Spider-Man more than Red God Red of War, Spider-Man. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Celeste. Okay, to be honest. I'm also... Celeste should definitely be on there. Astrobot, personally, I feel, has to be on there. Okay. So I know that might not be because you've only played a few levels. But I love Astrobot. I... And I just feel like as somebody who just got virtual reality it was such an experience for me that i uh, astrobot's I gotta be on there yeah. well okay so here's my i totally agree but you can even see from before my yeah. sort of gestalt against vr was just well moss like eh, i don't know behind me yeah but like here's my thing blown I, away i don't know if it wasn't vr if that would even be close for me but i totally but agree to be in that experience yeah yes. that we'll talk yeah we'll, we'll get into it when we start to I rank totally it, but if we're if we're saying it's definitely in the top 10 then let's leave yeah. that so you uh, five right there. are there any other on in, in this group that you think definitely have to be on because uh, I think Into the Breach has to be. I also agree with Into the Breach. Yeah, I know how much you love that game. So, but now we have six that we're saying are definites. Do we want to yeah. do any more, or are we gonna? If you guys feel Red Dead needs to be on there, then I'll, well, well, I'll, okay, I'll we can talk about it. No, uh-huh. it doesn't have to be. That's actually that's gonna be that's it's like up in arms. Interesting. I, I'm intrigued. I'll say that. Dan, do okay. I I personally say Oberdin needs to be on, but I know that I'm the only one that's played, played most of that. Of it, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say it's definitely on here, but I I could not see this yeah. list without Oberdin. Oberdin is a contender for number one. Here's for my me. tough ones. Uh, again, see, I, I, Florence I already went at. So, but to, you got Florence, Minute, Nino Kuni two, Red Dead two, below, and Return of Oberdin on our top bottom six here. Florence I haven't played. Below I haven't played enough of, but it is a fantastic game. Minute is very short, but it is one of the best games I've played all year. And then Return of the Oberdin is also really good. So it's like hard. I mean, Below is, like, below is the only game here that I have full out not played. Not played. In and any, I, in any, and compa- I definitely have any, not com- played any capacity. Of. I have not played Below. But I'll tell you what, it's it's got the workings where I'm like, this is a great Let's talk about this. Like, it's so much ten, Top play. 10 for you. Uh... I have a little bit more time with it, probably, yeah. And then, you know, like, I, can, I can make an argument for it now. I know Nino Cooney is a game that Dan's itching to get on. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm looking at the rest of these games, and I'm like, what the hell is going to go? It's, it's so hard. I will say this. Oh, what if we just get rid of Red Dead 2 and Nino Cooney 2? Oh, you're doing a trade-off? Is what if we way? just do both of those? <laughs> no, I... Then I, we have our 10. I, I know I had my, my, my hesitation, but... Given how 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 much I did enjoy it, I don't know if I can get rid of Red Dead either. Mm. Yet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> but it's not a top twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Do, why does it have to be top ten? <laughs> Wait, let's be revolutionaries here. <laughs> yeah, revolutionaries. What two games are we getting rid of here? I mean, Shelby, it's your choice. No, because no, I gotta pick next, I so I please I, I don't wanna. Well, we're literally the last two before our top ten. List. This is terrible. So, so you guys can decide in tandem if you want. All right, Shelby. We agree. <laughs> we make a blood pack. Shelby, already, let's be honest. Shelby, voice Shelby, do we totally agree? Nino Twenty Two is a top ten game. We totally because like uh, I will say a bottom tier on the top ten, but I agree. I put it like personally. A 10. Yes. I, okay. I also think Florida. See, okay, I, and you guys can fight me on this. Below, I have not played. I have no experience with Below. I have zero experience with Below. Yeah. 
So it's easy for me to... You heard that soundtrack. The soundtrack's freaking amazing. Oh, no. It's but below is easy for me to say, not on my list, because I haven't played it. Yeah. If it's a top so if 10... Anything, but, if, but if anything, shouldn't it be stronger if I said I have played something and it shouldn't be top 10? If you're going to say, well, I haven't played it, so it shouldn't be top 10, I'm going to say, well, what if I did? To get rid of Nino Kuni 2. I love Nino Kuni 2, but I, I'm looking at these games, guys. I don't, I don't see it fitting on here. All right, if that's the argument you're making... I'll allow it. Well, because I, I, I understand what he's saying. But then we got to take off another like, one then. Let's take it off another game then. I'm saying, I'm looking at these 12 games, and I, I think uh, that's at the bottom of the 12. I just love Dino Cooney too I'm so much. I'm looking at them. I think that's the bottom bottom of the 12. All right. If we're going to get rid of Dino Cooney too, what else are we getting rid of? I don't know. I voiced my opinion on Florence already, but you guys won't let it go. I think Florence deserves to be top ten for sure. I but this, well, is, what, this I, is what I'm saying. I'm being honest. Minute Oberdin and below. How do you get like those are those games are like for me? Minute Oberdin. The big the big hitters here on this list. Uh huh. Right here are Minute Florence and Oberdin. And as I know it's weird saying not Red Dead too much. Dude, I, have very I think we get rid of Nino Cooney and Red Dead. Oh, man. And then we, got, a, we got such a top ten right A there. list without... Look at that ten. That's going to be <laughs> weird, though, because that, that's everybody in the world's freaking most anticipated game of this year. Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 soured me enough that I'm fine with it it's not being a top ten. It's such a bad ending, that epilogue. It really put me <laughs> off, man. But can you say that and then turn around to a game you haven't finished, like Below, and say that that couldn't happen again. You know? Ooh. And then turn around and be like, what if Below had a terrible ending? You know? Could be. So you think Nino Kuni and Below? Get... Whoa. Yeah. Only And again, it's because I haven't played enough of Below yeah. to be there. Now, do you have any um, gripes <clears throat> with Below that you... Are there anything about the game that you're not enjoying about it? I can personally tell you, so far playing... It's it's cool, I like it, but it's very difficult to get back to your character through all the stuff that you've done yeah. when you don't have the shortcuts and you have yeah. to get back and you don't have your light to shine anymore. The thing, like, the thing that I've learned upon like really digging into Below and playing it a lot is that there are more shortcuts than you think. And yeah. you're like I'm finding them all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine I'm digging around and finding these shortcuts that are like insane like I, I have a shortcut that's taking me down to level uh, 21 or something you know what I mean like and I, I do like uh, <laughs> I think if you have like 25 at the uh, you can make the blue, blue fire yeah. you can get the blue fire you can go back to the blue fire which is cool but I hate when I attack a guy who's running away from me and his little white thing goes off, off edge. the cliff that drives me nuts but it's awesome I know <laughs> it, it does it makes it super interesting it does what it's doing and really well. the game gets incredible Incredibly difficult towards the end. I've seen. I was. I. I. I've. I was near the end. Wait. In one of my runs, yeah. I. I really love, and you are hundred percent nailed it on the sense where you were like, oh, this is fun. When, when you were saying like it tells you nothing, you get out there and you're like, literally what nothing. The hell did I just pick up? Yeah, you know, literally like, it's nothing. Cool. But then you go to like you find your inventory, you do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's so many paths that you could take in the beginning of the game, uh, without even realizing it. 
you know, like you can go into the oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Crazy you know, places, you yeah. wherever you want. The map yeah. is kind of difficult at first when you're looking at it, but then it delves then itself you start out. To realize yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And then you realize, okay, on this floor, this is what the map looks like. Yeah. This is the I shape can't of the map. tell you how many times missing my lamp and not lighting up a torch and keeping it with me the whole time. How many times I walked into those stupid freaking spikes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Gotta have them torches. Hate em. Gotta have them torches. But yeah, so do you ever plant the the gems? Like get down to plant one? No, I have done. Oh yeah, because they do light up. I haven't yeah. done that. No, I haven't figured it out. Sometimes I'll just kill enemies and not pick them up, just to like just scope so out the area. Away, yeah. And then once I know, that I do no like traps, they give you those forever. little spots where you can light the fire and stuff like that. But they're afraid of the fire. They run away from you. Yeah, That's they run when away. Go to the ledge, and then yep. it's when, you know. Yep. All right. Are we agreeing? Are we getting rid of blow? Uh, I think we have to. And Nino Kuni too. And I think come January, February, when we like make it towards the end of that game, we're gonna kick ourselves in the ass, but. At the current moment, yeah. Why? Maybe you guys can help me. Why? Even though I like Nino Kuni two more than like Red Dead Redemption two, Nino Kuni two I loved more than Red Dead Redemption two. Why do I have a hard time not seeing Red Dead Redemption two in the top ten? Why do I still feel like Red Dead's got to be top ten? I don't know why. Why do I feel that way? I, I was ready to let it go. I think it has a lot of. Uh, I think the extensiveness of the game that you haven't touched. Whereas in Nino Kuni 2, you can kind of, you see everything that you can do. There's just more of it to do. Whereas Red Dead, there's a lot of stuff in that game that I haven't even done. Yeah. You know, like, so much more gambling I have. <laughs> but so, a lot of side stories, whereas, like, Nino Kuni 2, you can kind of mainline and do the side stories at the same time and get them all done. Whereas Red Dead Redemption 2, there's so many side stories and stuff that you don't even know about. That you finish the game and you're like, I hated this, but... It could have been a side story that you were like, oh, man, that was the coolest one I've ever seen. So, uh, for me personally... I just think I'm Pat. I'm Red Pat Dead Redemption Pat. 2 has higher highs than Nino Kuni 2. That's fair, but I think overall, well, Nino Kuni 2 was a solid, more solid experience. I, I would disagree with Minus you with that, but, what I'm, but I think that's that's kind of what why we think like that, is like, man, there was a lot of really yeah. good stuff in Red right. Dead. Like, even, the, even if the whole thing isn't... Even if you say the whole thing's not quite as good as Nino Kuni There 2. weren't as many... Nino Kuni 2 was great, and even with that whole thing we were talking about with the betrayal and stuff, when you're walking up to the Braithwaite's place and... Oh, it was like... The freaking, Braithwaite's, like, yeah. you're talking about a moment. Like yeah. An anamorphic... It's like playing the wild ones. Yeah. Like, the whole thing was just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And that's something you don't forget, you know? Yeah. So I think Shelby again, saying higher highs and lower lows. We getting rid of Neo Kuni two after fighting for his. I know, you know what? But I'm I'm not. I won't take back that I fought forward before because there were games that needed to go before it. Personally. All right, Shelby. You know? Right. All right. So I'll let it go. Below and Neo Kuni two. I'll allow it. Okay. Are tied for eleventh. Don Miguel. With the rest of the games on the ground. Uh, uh, I get her off. Up, so on the ground get her off. <laughs> All right, we have our top ten, ladies and gentlemen. So, in no particular well, order... Well, Nino 3 comes out. <laughs> in no particular order, I'm going to read these ten games. We have Celeste, Florence, God of War, Minute, Wandersong, Into the Breach, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, Astrobot Rescue Mission, and Return of the Oberdin. So after that, is it obligatory for us to put Red Dead Redemption 2 at 9 or 10? It's not obligatory, but it's I likely. I think it's bottom tier. Yeah, it's right. likely, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Do you think Nino Kuni 2 would have done better if Studio Ghibli stayed on? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I love... That's just cutscenes, I mean... Yeah, I mean, no, I would have made so that big of a difference. They still look great. The I do, were I do prefer the first game. 
like they were really nice. The cutscenes were beautiful, but where the gameplay, where where your character in the cutscene and in gameplay look exactly the same, it makes it more believable. See, I like Ninokuni two more than I like Ninokuni one. Wow, really? It's just crazy. That's nuts. I know. <clears throat> All right. So, what are we thinking? Or do we think? Um, you say you want Red Dead near the back. When yeah. I think of like the the, I just see it just staying st starting there. So when I look at triple A titles, you know, you see God of War, Spider Man. Red Dead, I said it before, Red Dead's my least favorite out of those yeah. heavy hitters. Yeah. I would agree. I'm fine with Red Dead being bottom. Okay. And despite being a PlayStation fanboy, it was going to be third to those other two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway for me. Yeah. So we're going to keep it near the bottom. It's not locked in at 10, but we'll keep it near the bottom. Um, as far as <clears throat> other games that are near the bottom, do you guys have any ideas of what you're thinking? Do you want to see Florence down there maybe? Because... It was kind of floating around a little bit. Um, I'm I'm happy that Florence got top ten, honestly. Yeah. And if this is a this is a, a you know we're in a compromise or this mm -hmm. is a, this is a circle back team podcast. I'm fine seeing Florence bottom tier. I'm just super happy that it's top ten, and I mm -hmm. think it deservedly is top ten. Okay, um, we're gonna put it near the bottom, and then uh, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with that for sure. Um, <clears throat> as far as I, I think, in my opinion. We have some contenders for number one. We're not gonna like decide which one's number one, but the the real contenders to me are Celeste, God of War, Into the Breach, Return of Oberdan, and Spider Man. Maybe okay. Wander Song. Like those are the those are like though I could see any of those being top ten. I can't see Minute or, or top number one. I can't really see Minute or Astrobot being the number one game. I agree. Year. I feel the same way. I agree. So we're just gonna put just put those up there, and then we can we can change the order whenever we are feeling it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know which way you're looking at right now. One, yeah. ten. I feel like Wander Song and Celeste for me personally. Mm. On any given day, are interchangeable. I feel like not 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 that meaning that they're you know yes they're similar games in a, in a way, but I just mean like my love for them, my passion for them. It's either or, you know, I could say also Celeste is my favorite, or Wander Song is my favorite. Depending I, on what side of the bed you wake up on. Exactly, bed. that's yeah. it, yeah. I, I mean, I have a twin size mattress, yeah. so, you know, that's <laughs> a lot of room anyway, but. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, you know, for me, they, uh, it's interchangeable. I feel like mm. I could see, you know, one, either being one and two, or two and three, or three and five. I, I don't know, I have mm. a hard time mm. breaking them up. Well, decide. I, um,. The problem is, I I can definitely see Into the Breach or Oberdin like being number one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but also I. For that's example, why I'm saying like they are like. The power that good. of Into the Breach was I am not a fan of those games. Yeah. I'm not a fan of those good base games, not at all. And I got freaking hooked just playing yeah. with you. Like, you know, I don't know how many hours we put into it, um, but I absolutely adored it. Yeah. And I do think. Into the Breach would be top five, and Oberdin, you know, not playing much, but other than what we played together, right? Um, you know, as far as, far as uniqueness and, and novelty, and uh, just trailblazing, also, um, right up there. <laughs> I don't know. I see. I I'm sorry. I feel like I'm the only one talking right now. I love Spider-Man as well. It's not a number one game. Agreed. And I. Love Spider-Man. I it's thought it was not amazing. going to be number one. Right. I I would agree with that. But I will tell you one thing. I finished the DLC yesterday. Yeah. It 
is you incredible. Good. It's, it's worth really it. good. It's like they're short, three little episodic things, short. They have a little cliffhanger at the end of each one. The uh, increased difficulty is nice because it doesn't let you fly through it really quickly because it's freaking hard. Yeah. Like, it gets hard. And maybe it's just because I finished the game and haven't played it for a while, not as into it, uh, as like not as good as it, at gameplay, but it was difficult. But there's a moment in the third one where, remember in the be- the first episode, I think I talked about you teaming up with Black Cat, having these cool mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it with Silver Sable, and it is so freaking cool yeah. to throw a guy up in the air, and she just comes out of nowhere with this flying kick. It's That's awesome. amazing. That it's really so cool. much fun. That sounds really cool. If they do that with more, like, enemies from... It, if they do it with more enemies, I would absolutely go back to that game only for that stuff. But right. being on piggyback on that, I don't think it's a number one game here. Okay. Not with its competitors. Honestly, I feel like, for me personally, the five we have right on top, Celeste, Skyward, War, Water, Shock, Into the Breach, and Tetris Oberdin, could all be number one. Yes. And I didn't have that much experience with Oberdin, but also, yeah. if that became number one, I would not be yeah. upset with, with that. The, with the short time we spent with it, the would, way it works, would not be seems opposed like to that. something that yeah. I would, it would be it's dangerous incredible. for me, because yeah. I'd have to play it on a game on a day where I'm doing nothing, because yeah. I won't put it down. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. I feel, like, I feel like I'd be happy with any of these being number one, honestly. Yeah. Well, alright, let's talk briefly about Astrobot and Minute. Okay. Because I think we're we're pretty set. Red Dead, Florence, and we're nine to ten. Yeah. And yeah. Then, how do? It's really tough. Um, so Astrobot. I mean. So what I want to say is, Minute is such a like unique, smart. It it if it falls into a similar thing of like Oberdin for me, where it's like, it takes. It's just a unique thing, you know what I mean? And, like, and what I feel is the most, which is one of the coolest things about its uniqueness, is that it takes something we're so familiar with yeah, for sure. and adds one element to it yeah. and makes it incredible. That's and also, it. like, that's that's such a cool thing to be able to do. It's like taking an invention and tweaking it a little bit mm-hmm. and making a lot more money. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's it was so much fun to play. Uh, I don't play a ton of games like that. And I couldn't put it down. I told it. I think yeah. I played through. I put it down one time, it's awesome, and then right. picked it right back up. Like, it, it's right just like perfect. Like, There's nothing about it that I would change. Like yeah. everything about it is just so. so even like it's aesthetic, discovers. like the old Game Boy. Like everything about it is just so, so charming. So high on replay. So, so exactly. Good. Now, um, I, if you guys want to make arguments for other stuff, having said that, I still feel like I would switch that and Astrobot in our lineup. You think Astrobot should be higher? I think Astro. Well, I just think Astrobot is a little bit above. It's just above minute for me. I'm not opposed to that at all. Only because, again, new to VR, the experience I had with it was incredible. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk. I want to talk about Astrobot about specific moments in Astrobot because yeah. um, Dan got to play the entire first world at my house, and then me and Shelby beat right me. up to the gorilla. Thing. Yeah, I beat played the gorilla yeah. boss. Yeah. So what I want to say is, this is awesome. It's like fighting King Kong. The game, <laughs> the entire time. It's throwing new things at you the oh. entire time. Up until literally the last boss is such a unique experience where the last boss for me is what really solidified this as like one of my favorite games yeah, of the year because it basically... So it's the guy that like rips apart the bot in the beginning is who you fight as the final boss. That green slime guy <laughs> in the thing. And so he has the VR headset, right? So he's like has his headset on and he... 
He's like basically using all your abilities against you. He's throwing shurikens at you from his controller. He pulls out a giant PS4. Pulls out a controller. That's awesome. And it's like red, and he's he's shooting. The he starts shooting the ninja stars. The ninja stars. That's awesome. He 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 like shoots water by pressing down on the pad. Yeah, like he goes, does everything you do. It's incredible, and it's just so so cool. And then he gets like frustrated and like smashes down the controller, yeah. and that's when it gets stuck and you can hit it. To like hit him, and it's just and so... you steal the controller from him, and use then it the you same way do the same thing. Things, that's cool. And like that's awesome. Do it back at him. Like if if he was shooting water, now he's got big giant fists, and you have to like shoot spray water, them. Yeah. And he'll do like a right hand, and then he'll fake the right hand and go with the left hand. That's it's awesome. such a it's genius cool. boss battle. Especially like you said, you know, like with scope and just creating these like environments and like putting you in it. Oh my god, it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So, yeah, incredible. And what I also say is that shark boss at the end. So fun. Awesome. <laughs> that was such a cool boss. But it's like, in the beginning, it's like a platform. Like, you're like swimming up, and then all of a sudden you see these like jaws come up underneath you and like chomp. You, that was kind of a jump scare. Like, Scary. Oh, it's just like, boom. Yeah. Like, oh, crap. Was yeah. there ever any point in the game that you're kind of like, uh, not once. I couldn't say so. Because awesome. it's not a long game. That's all. Awesome. And every, every time that they know they know that all right if we do a couple more levels without adding something or doing something different then you're gonna get bored yeah the ghost level oh my god so where you have to shine you shine a flashlight in order to see certain things and you're you're doing basically luigi mansion style like shine a flashlight and they shock they like get (laughs) stuck it like i can't tell you how like just amazing this game made you feel over and over and over again. And I'm telling you, the best thing I can say about it and the thing I've said before is the entire time you just have a huge smile on your face That's because you're like, and sometimes like it's I'm, the coolest thing. I, I, I would stop playing in the game and just sit there and turn around because I have a problem. I collect everything as I go along <laughs> and don't go back and collect it. Yeah, and, that too. <laughs> yeah, I, it's bad. But that's how I am with 3D platformers. I yeah. collect everything. And I would just stop and be like, do I hear any of those little guys? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, no, not right here. And I would go like 10 more feet and then do it again. And I'm like, no, nothing here. You know, like it's sure, just, we're in the first level. It's been no. seven hours. It's, like, it's crazy. But uh, even like I put my little brother in and told him to play it. And I'm like yelling at him from the side. I was like, look underneath the thing. Well, same. Like, I was in the VR for, I don't know how long. The, like it was first world, but the one where you have to like throw the thing. Throw the ball at the plane. At the, the plane. Fly to oh, get yeah, the one guy. Oh yeah. man, it took me forever just to get that. But that oh, one, right. that one bot is hard because you don't know the plane flew over. You. I know. I remember I didn't get that until I played that level the second time. Yeah. And then I saw it go, and I was like, oh. Wait, that has a symbol. I was like, yeah. I freaking it missed it, and then yeah. I jumped off the ledge so that I yeah. could redo it. <laughs> um. So do we think that Astrobot could be ahead of Spider-Man, or do you think Spider-Man's a solid six? Uh, no, personally, no. Spider-Man's That's fine. I just one question, though, about Astrobot, and Shelby, you brought this up, you touched on it before. Without VR, is it still just as good as yeah, a game? Yeah, let's talk about that. It's a great game, not as good of a game. But, uh, again, I didn't play it without you could, so We know. couldn't know, but yeah. what I will say is, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, don't, I think this is kind of like a middling platformer, except for that it does everything so geniusly in VR. Yeah. And it's not just, like, it's beautiful in VR. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know... It's so much better looking than every other VR game. Yeah, it's crazy I don't know how they how do it. how much better looking it is. And, um, and I think it was because they weren't going for any sort of realism whatsoever. They went for the Pixar look, and it mm-hmm. worked. And it was beautiful. Yeah. So, cool. No so we're good with it. We call it our bottom tier? Yeah, do we think that this is solid right now, bottom five? I like it. 
I personally would have put Spider-Man a little bit higher, but seeing the other games and knowing how much how you guys feel about them, mm -hmm. and considering I haven't played two of them. Well, I also want to talk about Spider-Man in general, and maybe this will bump it up as we're talking about it, or it may stay the same. But I want to talk about specific moments in Spider-Man because I think there were a lot of really, really good moments. Yes. And I think that the one for me, story-wise, that really, really got me good was when you first discover that Doc Ock has been... It, not only is a bad dude, but has been like orchestrating these other guys, and you go into the lair... And you see, and you see all their files, and you get to oh, read all yes. the files. That's each cool as just like a fan villains. of comic books. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was so, so, like, so you cool. Could, you could skip over that, and I yeah. see it. So it's like, the fact that it's there, and when you, because I do the same thing. I go through all that shit. It doesn't, I don't mm -hmm. care if I'm there an extra hour, you know? And it's it was one of the first comic book games where I felt like I was playing through a comic book. Mm -hmm. And it was, that's, I found it so incredible, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, for me, that was a big moment for sure. And then I also really, really liked um, that. So the, the actual mechanics of the boss fight, I didn't really like so much. But the final boss fight, the way the, cam the, way, the, way the camera was with Doc Ock, oh, when you're on the side building. of the building, yeah. it was just so cool, that whole thing. And it, I mean, there are a million moments in this game, but there are a couple things that really stood out to me like that. Like, I wasn't huge on the fake scarecrow thing with the scorpion mm. poison or whatever. Like, you know, whatever. It, it was fine, but it yeah, was like... Yeah. But there are certain moments where I'm like, man, like, that was really, really cool. And then you have the little things where you're talking about his interactions with Mary, with, uh, Mary Jane, where it's like she, you know, the, their history together, and he, he needs a place to stay, and he's like, I don't know, do I text her? He's like, talking to himself. <laughs> like, that shit is what makes, that's what takes us from, like, a fun game to a good game, mm -hmm. like, a real great game. You know Episode what I mean? three of the DLC yeah. is really funny. Yeah. Like, his interactions with Silver Sable are amazing. There's, oh, like, yeah. one time they, like, team up, and they're, like, doing well, and in, in the fight, they're dialoguing with each other. Like, it's a long fight, and he's just like, Where'd you learn to fight? She's like on the streets of Simcovia, and he's like, "I just watched a couple of movies." <laughs> and then he like tries to high five her at the end of that fight, and she just looks at him. That's awesome. The guy did the voice, really like fun. his voice too, was just oh, so he's good. Amazing. Amazing. Like, just, yeah. The guy's name is Yuri, and then like Yuri's the cop. Yuri's so the name of the cop. Oh, okay. oh, and Yuri goes through a serious change, which they didn't close on. But holy crap, she becomes like bad. It's crazy. And, like in the DLC, in the DLC, DLC, she becomes like she tries to kill Hammerhead on like a vengeance run it's it gets really deep in the second episode and then the third episodes with silver sable so it's like if like i said i said it before if they keep adding stuff like that it's only going to make this game better and more fun mm -hmm. you know it's like adding on a couple 10 page comic book to yeah. to a yeah. game that was so fun and as far as gameplay mechanically like flying through the air never felt so good right no yeah, yeah they really, they really feels great that too. yeah uh the other thing I would say that I really, really liked is, like, normally the little self bits you have to do with Miles and Mary Jane weren't great, but the one where you were in Grand Central and you got to tell her to, like, that take, was cool. or you got to yeah. tell Spider-Man to, like, take yeah. people out and stuff. Yeah, that really, was awesome. really cool. That was well, cool. I like the one with the, the rhino, but I think it's because I like that they had the rhino. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah I thought that was to, like, cool, too. Oh, yeah, get around so, with the well, rhino. what I liked about those is that it wasn't taking those one no characters and doing something with it you were it was rhino and scorpion at the same time yeah yeah or are you talking about well, yeah, your miles or you're miles yeah, yeah, you're miles. yeah, yeah you had to like you when you were fighting with spider-man yeah. i liked how like oh, i like that too they you tag were fighting team, rhino yeah. and scorpion and then you were fighting like 
Scorpion and Vulture or something like that. Well, I like, I like the I Electro and Vulture. That was, Electro, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I, I like, like that. those team, up, team uh, ups a lot. I, uh, at the very end, they do a memoriam for Stanley, obviously, mm -hmm. with the DLC because he passed afterwards. They do a little thing with Miles. Uh, it's a spoiler, sorry. But he puts on the Spider-Man mask and just jumps off a building. So it's like... It's that's awesome. Yeah, well, they so already. Sad. I mean, the that's the awesome. post the post credit scene in yeah. this game, like the main game, game yeah. was it, Miles got. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so good. Like yeah, Peter, Miles is I gotta talk to you. The yeah. Miles Morales, right? And they delve through that so much in the DLC. It's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then the the only other big thing I would say that I liked number one. So I want to talk about a couple of things I I wasn't a huge fan of, but the number one other big thing was I think they handled the scene with the explosion, with uh, Miles' dad dying and stuff. I think that was really well done, and it didn't, like, it would be very easy for a, a game that's very lighthearted and whatever to, like, that turn to be kind of, like, jarring. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think it landed really well, and then when they went to the cemetery, and Peter went over to him, and Miles was like, you don't fucking know what I'm going through. Like, he just dismissed him. I was yeah. like, man, that was, like, really, really good. Like, that. that's why, and that's why I say, like, this is a really fun game, but... It has a lot of moments that elevate it, mm -hmm. and that's why I think it belongs on this. Right. That's why I'm saying it, it's it's more than just a fun game at yeah. that point, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but the the things I wasn't a huge fan of, I didn't really like Mister Negative as a character. Uh, yeah, honestly, lame. personally, not I love I love Doc Ock. I think I, Doc I, Ock was yeah. super well written. Yeah. Doc Ock was I wish I just fixed, super like, well written. Focus on. Well, I like. I was kind of like you knew Doc Ock would eventually turn into Doc Ock, but you didn't know that he would do it in. He would be the big head honcho of this whole thing. I was like that. He was just like Mr. Negative seemed like the guy. Right, and like what Dan said too. Like he was just bad from like the because you know he kind of comes off kind of like yeah. like he was just bad from the know. beginning. Yeah, he was, he I just, just like that. It was kind of obvious who Mr. Negative was in the story. You know, like he knew right super obvious. You know, yeah, like, see, they couldn't have. They were so obvious. I'm also like the the thing with Doc Ock is, and I remember I yelled at you spoiler in in a previous podcast was because. I could have seen this whole game going through and then post credit scene oh, oh he's becoming yeah, Doc yeah. Ock yeah. rather than he's the big bad. And that's why I mean so you were like you yeah. were like, uh, it's fucking Doc Ock, Dan, yeah. you should know and I'm like, Yeah, but that was kind of exciting yeah. when I when I first found out that he was really, really bad the whole time, yeah. I was like, Wow, that's really interesting, personally. Sort of like Norman with the the, the end cutscene with him and everything, yeah. you know. And Harry in the tank. Like, let me ask you about that. Do you guys have any idea what that's about? Like I know he's... It's almost like Venom. He is Venom, right? I think he's going to be Venom. Is that what he's going to be? Because you saw the black stuff. Right, in it's, the like, it's like a symbiotic, like a symbiotic yeah. Yeah. But Norman didn't see it because he was like head down or something like that. It was weird because you would have thought Green Goblin. Yeah. Well, because you find it, you know, when you look around, when you, do that, so the, you see the, the grenades and you see like that. That was for Norman. Unless they... Yeah, that was... Right, right, right. That's what I mean. Was, yeah. But the, unless it's sort of like in with the movie The Amazing Spider-Man, the second one, where what's-his-name becomes the... It's not the Green Goblin, though. What is he? He when he's gliding around, they call him something else. And but he had like, Hobgoblin. Hob was it Hobgoblin? But he had like green stuff coming up his neck and stuff in the movie. So maybe they're going for a look like that, where it's kind of like an infection. So Harry's gonna be the Green Goblin. It looks like I, I think it Harry's gonna be like Venom. Venom. I think Harry's. It really gonna be does Venom. look like Venom. But I'm interested you know. to see. Well, anyway. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about Spider Man. Do you yeah, guys honestly, I I see. I feel, last time we talked about Spider Man, which is when it came out, I love Spider Man. It's just games I love more. And that's kind of why, like, I feel like it, it, it not that it falls by the wayside, it's still top, you know, we got number six. Mm -hmm. I just, like, you know, these games up here, at least these four up here, 
mm -hmm. I'm just head over heels about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for, for many reasons, I think I love more than Spider-Man. Okay. Are we good with our bottom five? I think we, we like the order of them. Right now we have Spider-Man 6, Astrobot 7, Minute 8, Florence 9, Red Dead Redemption 2, 10. Mm -hmm. I hope we get some comments about that. I hope so too. Wait, about what? Red, about Red Dead Redemption being number 10. Well, if you made it, it wasn't even going to make it. I know, right? It was oh, on the cutting board. Um, Alright, so our top five here. Um, this is going to be extra tough because, like I said before, and I mean this genu like, genuinely, I could see any one of these five being number one. Like, actually number one. Any of these ones could be number one, I'd be okay with it. So, what? I, this is going to be hard to talk about because, um, like, like I said... I feel that any one of these could be number one. Um, the problem that we run into is uh, I'm the only one that's played Over Den. Mm -hmm. Shelby hasn't played uh, Wander Song and not Into the Breach, really. So this is where it's like, how do we how do we really go about this? The circle back. Because so, the thing is, it's gonna uh, no, we're not gonna come to a solid conclusion that all of us are gonna be happy with. Of that's course, just, yeah, but I'm saying, like, go. I don't even know how to start this conversation because yeah. um, I, I, I certainly can't lead it because I, <laughs> I don't know. What... Well, how about this? If we were to take, now, if each of us go in order right now, one, two, three, four, five, and see if any fall into the same spot. Uh, what's everybody's number one game? What's everybody's number one? Um, everybody's... It's all going to be different. I'll put it, my number one game is Celeste. I saw that come. You saw that coming it. Mine's God of War. Okay. But again, I've only really played two of these games. Mine's between Into the Breach and Overton. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it so doesn't you work. You said that before, though. It doesn't know, work. Like, I see that. I absolutely see that coming. Um, now, again, haven't played. I've seen Into the Breach plenty of times. Overton, I've briefly and Wanda Song haven't touched. Loved God of War. Loved Celeste. I would put it. I would put God of War one, Celeste two. God of War is number one game of the year. That that's what For I sure. would put as number one personally, um, only because that one. Like I still almost remember every aspect of the game. But see, I'm with you. And that's yeah, why yeah. out of the games, you know, the big, you yeah. know, AAA games, God of War just from start to finish. I just I devoured that. The, the just fact that it was it. a one shot thing, you know, like it was. Yeah, it was cool. Such a marvel to to play. Mm -hmm. But that does does that make it a great game? You know, like. Personally, I love that, but they're also, it doesn't, like, I could play chess and love chess because it's a game. It doesn't right. make it, you know, like, an, a certain experience, you know? What I love most about God of War is, is I hate God of War. I can't stand the franchise. Yeah. I am, I do not like God of War at all. My feelings, about, my, yeah. my feelings about God of War are very, very apparent. I do, I do, I just do not like them. A bit. I love this game. Mm -hmm. I, it, it game. took something that I Hated yeah. and it made me love it. Yeah. God of War. And that's what reboots are supposed to do. Exactly. And it's well, uh, that's what they hope to do. Yeah. I God of War could be number one. It could be number two. I I would say God of War's got to be top three. That's my opinion. Okay. God of War's got to stay in the top top three for sure. Okay. So. Now from the from the discussions, and I know this isn't how you feel directly, and I love Wander Song too. Yeah. But I think Wander Song has to be five based on what we're what we're Because all about. of us said the other four games. Yes, you know? I'm fine with that. Wander Song, also I feel personally top three. Yeah. But I'm actually okay with that. I'm just happy Wander Song. I'm happy that's landing there because it's the only one I haven't played. So I. Yeah. 
I just, um, I just want to say the Wonder Song. It's still put. I love this love game. It. It's an amazing game. I Do you want to talk about some, some specific points that really hit you in that game? Because we never got to really spoil it or talk about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, If yeah. you want to. I mean, I'm there's not, a bunch okay. that I could... It, my favorite part about the game was, and you know, I don't want to just keep beating a dead horse, because I'm sure I've explained what it is every time where you go to, you know, there's these overseers that are dying, and you got to... You gotta go and you know try to calm them down, but yet there's a hero. You gotta convince them to tell them you're they're part of the song, right? So you can save so the world. So you can save the world because if you sing this now, song, wasn't there a part of this where you said Vald a little bit for you before you finished it? Well, I did say it was a lot of the the levels kind of were too. It was a little too drawn. Each okay, each right. like level, you go to a new world, and that world has an overseer at the top. You know, kind of whatever. You go through the world, you meet all these characters, and you eventually get to, like, the palace of the Overseer. And getting to the... From that point, once you visit the towns, mm -hmm. to when you get to the palace, to when you actually meet the Overseer, that whole gap, it can be very long and very, very tedious. I wish you just get to the palace and talk to the Overseer, because the game's not about gameplay anyway. It has a little too much gameplay. The game's opinion. about... It has a little bit too it's much. It's about the dialogue, and yeah. it's about the writing. So when... Yes, there's too much of an emphasis on gameplay... But my favorite moments are, at the same time, there's this girl named the Hero. And, you know, she she comes in, she's, you know, this knight, and she just comes in, she just kills overseers. That's what she does. And every time you get close to an overseer... Because, well, so don't you think that's interesting, that we're talking about game of the year, and it's the gameplay that kind of... Rolls on you there. <laughs> no, you'll never beat us with that. <laughs> but I love, that, that line I, does not matter. To us I love it the same way that I love Night in the Woods, and that's and that's why we're there is no. Well, we're what I want to clarify with the with the oh, yeah. hero and the overseers and stuff is so you meet somebody in the beginning that says the world's ending, and you say how do we stop it? And they say well you can sing the song or whatever. So that same person told the hero that if you kill all the overseers then the world will end just as it's supposed to. Because whoever, I forget who they call, the god or whatever, wants the world to end. Mm -hmm. it's a, this, this world, it's time is up. It's a cycle. So, so the hero is coming around and killing all the overseers so that the song can't be sung to save the world. Because the god doesn't want the world the to be saved. The hero meaning your character no. or another character? The, the rival, oh, the enemy. Okay, all right. And so you are trying to go to the overseers and learn the songs to save the world. And then, yeah. My favorite part in the entire game. Because what's so great about it is is it starts off and it's kind of like happy and you play this bard and he's just super optimistic, happy-go-lucky, like, I'm here to save the world, it's great, you know, woo-woo, he sings And everyone kind of laughs at him because all he does is sing. He's like, you're not saving anything. But like, as it goes on, he starts to, you know, at first, you know, it's kind of like haters going to hate whatever, I'm just going to sing. But as it goes along, that starts to actually affect him, that people don't, yeah. believe that he's All worth the doubt anything is actually and he's starting to be that. like wow like i don't know if i can it culminates in that when you get to that location the, your your old town you go back to your uh, show you go back Everybody's to your hometown yeah. and it's dark and this whole game is bright and colorful and it's dark you can't sing you like spin the wheel mm -hmm. and it's, you just like won't sing and then you're like talking to the people in the town everyone's depressed like you and you don't know what to do you don't know how to get this funk and then, you know, eventually you do. But it was just such a cool moment where you're like, wow. Like, all this shit, the fact that his his quest is not going well, it's really weighing on him. And it's really, like, 
but they're writing around that too. It's, yeah. just, it's not just like, oh, I'm, you know, nobody believes in me. It's it's like real stuff that yeah. like, you're, yeah. he's just like, well, what if I don't, you know, amount to anything? Yeah. What if, you know, this is all, the world's going to end anyway, so it's I might as well so give good. up. And it's just this yeah. favorite part though, is you get a little bit farther, you get past that and you finally, you keep meeting up with the hero. And eventually at the end, you're at one of the last overseers, maybe the last overseer, I'm not sure. And, you know, cave collapses and it's just you and the hero and the hero's, who you know this big strong knight is talking about how she's like super insecure and that you know the bard you can name him uh he goes you know well you know there's another way you know what we've, you've never tried like kindness you've never tried talking to these overseers and the hero's like well you know i've never been good at anything but i'm actually really good at this so like, i really just want to continue mm-hmm. doing this because it's the only thing i'm good at i don't i don't i'm scared to not be the hero mm-hmm. they had this beautiful you know conversation Hero finally, you know, says, okay, like, all right, I'll do what you say. I'll be good. You get to the final boss and the bard's just like, okay, follow my lead. I'm going to make everything like we're mm-hmm. going to try talking to the overseer and make it work. Yeah. All right. So it goes on for, you know, good, you know, 10 minutes, you know, you're fighting this boss and you're trying to talk to you're him. Talking to the him, hero like, is working with him, you yeah. and out of nowhere, the hero just kills him. Kills the overseer. It's over. Yeah. And just that, like this buildup of just, yeah. oh man, you're working together. Mm. And bam, like... And she's like, oh, I was just using you. I just wanted to... Exactly. Yeah. And it's just over. And he's yeah. crushed and the world ends. Yeah. And the world ends. And it's just this moment of just complete betrayal. And in a game that is just this cartoon, construction paper, Blue's Clues looking thing, <laughs> where you're just just as shocked and you're just like... Jerk. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I'll tell you, that whole moment. And awesome. everything after awesome. that, where the world actually does that... My other favorite moment, the world. I'm just spoiling the whole game. Actually, well, yeah, you should. Well, you just said the ending, so the game ends. The world ends now. <laughs> the, the world ends, and it's just you, and you just kind of like Earthbound at the end of Earthbound. Mm-hmm. You just see all the people that you've met, and everything just like ending. And it's like the saddest, like freaking thing. All the weird things that you've seen, it's ending. Mm-hmm. So you just start singing. You just start singing, and that's what you do. You just go to all these different places, and you just start singing again. Mm-hmm. And everybody else at all the places that you've met singing with you, singing the song, mm-hmm. the songs that you've sung with them, very much like Earthbound, mm-hmm. and the world saved. And then you're you meet up with the P, no P's from you know Cooney. Who's the the God girl, the shiny girl? Who, oh, I forget her name. Anyway, she's the one that told him you know find the overseer song. She's also the same one that told mm-hmm. the hero about uh, if you kill them, yeah. You find out that she told the hero. Actually, you don't have to kill them. You know, this bard might be onto something. Yeah. The hero wouldn't take it and just broke off with her. Because she's not good at being kind. She just kills people. But yeah. the coolest part, and the way that it ended was so perfect. It's just you and this, you know, this god-like creature who started the whole thing just said, like, wow, you never gave up. Like, that's really cool. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. special. And that's, yeah. like, how it ends. And it's just, like, the coolest, yeah. like... No, it's awesome. It is such a fantastic, fantastic game. and And I feel... Over and over, I feel that this game got completely overlooked, and I'm really glad that we were, we were able to put it on our list. That was my long-winded love letter to one yeah. song, but it was just it was just perfect. I loved everything about it. <clears throat> anyway, on to the Now, <laughs> so Wander Song's number five. We got four here. Obviously, I know I'm the only one that played Overden, but it is such a good game, though. It is so unique and genius. Like, it should, it should be above uh, the other three. 
I just think that it. I mean, without short time with it, I could see where it's coming. It's from. so yeah. good. Yeah. It is so good. It is so well written and it's so impeccably designed as to where you find all these little clues and you start putting them together and you're like, oh, I remember this from the other person's memory. Mm -hmm. Let me go back to them and see it. And oh, yeah, that, they said that this person is from this, you know, works here. And then you look at your little chart. Yeah, like, yeah. The game is just incredible. And. I think the one part where it actually does fall a little flat is that the overarching narrative is good, but not too special. It's more about the process of figuring it out than it is the actual story you're, you're piecing together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the story that you're piecing together is actually good. And at the end, if you, so if you get all of them, right, all the everything, uh, a certain ending happens where the one of the per people that escaped the boat uh, writes you and says like I you know I can't finish this you'll have to finish it go here or they like send you this they send you this monkey's paw and you use your stopwatch now you're not on the ship anymore this is like a year after and you get a package in the mail that says like you know I'm I'm on my deathbed whatever I need you to finish this and there's like a monkey's paw and you hit it. And the guy chopped off his monkey's paw on purpose for seeing this, so that we can see the rest of what happened. Because there were no, there was no dead bodies from this chapter on the boat. Oh. So you couldn't. So instead, what you saw was you went back, and then you were able to piece together the final chapters of what happened, based on going through the monkey first <laughs> and then seeing everything else. It was so so cool. That is cool. It's just, I mean, for me, it's. The music in this game, the art style, like, it, it is just such a unique, like, brilliant experience that I I can see this being anywhere in the in this top four, but it, it's definitely one of my favorite games of the year, for sure. Personally better than Into the Breach, God of the War, and Celeste? I would say... How would you put it, if you could put it anywhere? Oh, God, put the pressure on me, huh? Well, yeah, you're the only one that I mean, fully it, played it the way that... If you do that... it out real quick... Between Overdin and Into the Breach, I know you said they're kind of interchangeable, but if you had to choose on a dime, what would you choose between the two of them? Now, I know how many hours you've dumped into Into the Breach, yeah. so it's like... They're so... You know? And I, and I personally love Into the Breach for so many of the same reasons that I loved God of War. Into the Breach, I, I'm not a fan of those grid-like right. sort of games, and I just... I could see it. I could see Overdin staying at four and these being our top three. Okay. We'll figure out those, but yeah. let's leave over dinner four. I think it'll end up being higher on mine. It might be number one. I don't know, but um, okay. I, I'm four. okay with that. I again into the breach and over dinner are the two that I haven't really right. put time into. I put mm -hmm. about the same amount of time into both of them. Right. Personally, I think I liked over dinner a little bit more when we were playing it. Yeah. But if that's how you feel, considering you've put the most time into yeah. both of them, I think okay I think for our list, I think into the breach. So last thing got a war, a good top three. Okay. Yeah. I love Into the Breach. Yeah, me too. I find with the way that the list is now, I'm even fine. I, I would personally just switch Celeste and God of War. And honestly, I'm fine with that as well, too. I think... So you guys are not interested in Into the Breach moving up at all? <laughs> uh, I, I, personally, I don't see it in, in my own uh, top ten. I agree with Shelby on that one. Up. Um, but that does it if you want to make the argument for why you think it's better than either of the two other games. Um, I'm here to hear it. Yeah. 
Celeste was my personal favorite game of the year. And God of War just... But he already said God of War can go first. He said it. <laughs> God of War... So no God, take backs. God of War was such a, like, a... Super impactful to me. Just because... For every reason that you stated, Shelby, about yeah. it. The, the, just the presentation, the gameplay, the story, everything about that. But it was just such... It really just... It was such a refreshing thing to me because I hate God of War. And it, and it was really just this... Like, on top of, like, the, the one-shot stuff, the story is great. You know, like, the dynamics between his son and himself. Yeah. I mean, I mean we all know the story. We have, everybody who's listening to this has probably played this game, you know? There's nothing we can uh, really spoil about it, I right. don't think. But, and I also think it was rewarding in a sense of when I first started playing it, I sucked at throwing the axe, mm -hmm. you know? Like, and then I got better at it. And then you kind of... You can kind of go through the game and walk into an area and... Even if you're fully leveled up, if you're not good at playing the game, you're going to get your ass kicked in yeah. there, and you can turn around, and the game's kind of as hard as you want to make it in that sort of sense, that they give you this extra stuff that you can just access, mm -hmm. but you might not be good enough to do it. Those yeah. freaking Valkyries are tough as shit, <laughs> you know? They're very difficult, yeah. and even the two extra realms that you can go to, you know, like it's part of the main game, but you do it afterwards and everything, and it's like, if you, if you are good at the game, go ahead attack it if not you still get this enthralling story yeah. i think yeah. i think god of war is extremely fun to play yeah. and i think god of war did such a great job at designing its small open world it really felt like an ocarina of time style mm -hmm. yes game where it was like area, yeah. everything you had your center area and then when you would explore You'd be like going into these different places. You're like, wow, I didn't know I could even get up here. You're like, it's really, really impeccably designed, this game. Like, I think this game's design is like top, top notch. I think it's beautiful. You have the world snake or world serpent and everything. So many. So one where the, where the giant's dead and it becomes part of the landscape. And yeah. You just like yeah. walk on the in. map, it becomes part and of And the, the whole time you're like, walking, it's just a nose. Yep. And then it's yep. going. I it's mean, just, they yeah. really they took this game, then they thought it through. And everything that could have made it a little bit better, and they were like, they nailed it. They made they made yeah, made they made Kratos relatable. You know what I mean? Like Kratos which is like, an actual character. Which is like which, yeah. which yeah. really. All they do is give him a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, again, exactly what Dan said. You're not walking into beds and banging weird ladies in red. You know, like you you have. That's right. That was like Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walking into bed, banging ladies in red. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think again, uh, personally, I think they nailed every note here. The thing uh, that I will say, and I harped on it during our spoiler cast, I fucking hate the end of this game and the the interaction with Freya. Yes, no, that's it crap. Is that's definitely crap. A terrible turn for the only fucking female in this yeah. game to take. And agreed you take the, her agency away from her. Agreed. I know what's right. I'm not going to let you die. You're just a crazy woman. I'm going to kill your son instead. It's fucked up. Agreed. Dan, I'm totally with you on that. 100%. I, I, that really bugs me. And it, it's so funny because this game, I love this game. There's so many, I, I, there are so few things that I could dislike about this game because I love this game. And the few th that is number one, and it's a huge fucking number yeah. one detractor. Huge. I'm with you on that for sure. And the same way you're talking about Banner Saga too. You know that same sort of, you know Banner Saga. 
you know, you it just didn't go with the character of Freya at all. It was right. complete. But know, if it was my choice, I would have let Freya die. Right, no, exactly. Like, that's what... And then if I wanted to kill her son, I would have killed her mm-hmm. son. But I think he, once she died, he would be happier because that's what was holding right. him back from feeling mm-hmm. and anything else, right? So she was ready to sacrifice herself for her son, which, whether or not you agree with her choice, that was her it's choice. her choice. Exactly. And that guess what? As a character up until that point, none of that should have happened mm-hmm. because she was not that character. She was not the, please stop, don't hurt my son. And, and, well, like, we talked about this a long that time ago. The person that we saw there wasn't the 30 hours of gameplay that we saw. That wasn't her character at not all. Not her character. But then if you're going to say that's her character, then let her end it the way she wants to end it. Total misuse of her character. Agreed. Agreed. Now, do you think maybe there was something that they had in mind for further games where they were like, Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Do we want to keep Freya? And they just tried to figure out a way to keep her alive. I'm sure and that like, this factors into later games, uh, yeah. but... So, but still, I agree. I, I, I feel wonder like if that had anything to do with it, and if... But then just, don't have any of that. Don't yeah, even so have her they, there. Just have just, a fight with Balder. Yeah. Kill him. Did they just mishandle that's it? That's it. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, Definitely it was mishandle. Disrespect to, to her character, for sure. Big time. I agree. And that's why I'm saying, like, this would... Would be my number one game flat. No, no argument. If it wasn't for that, because that really gets me. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And then Celeste. We know Shelby likes Celeste. I like Celeste. He doesn't love Celeste in the same way. I'm not an empathetic do. person. And I find <laughs> it, I, I, I'm just not. I'm not at heart. I'm not an empathetic person, and I find it hard to be empathetic about an eight-bit character with no face. <laughs> You know, like, and I love her story. The gameplay is why uh, I think it absolutely belongs in the top three. In mm-hmm. alone, like, even if nobody spoke throughout the whole game, I would put it in the top three. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed playing it that much. Yeah. Um, but you got the gameplay and the story. I, no, I, it's I like a sandwich. I just, I don't, it's like PB and J. I don't it's have perfect. those feelings, you know, where I'm just like, <laughs> oh, we'll get you some feelings. Don't you worry. know, like, I just, <laughs> we'll get you. Some I don't feelings. know what it is. This this character that I I'm not attached to. I didn't get as attached to it as you mm. guys did. That's that's. My but just own. think about. Here's what I want you to think about. That moment where so there's a this we're gonna go through some moments and we're gonna we're gonna talk about some story beats. But the moment for me when you see the dark version of Madeline literally come out of her portrait in the top right, like come out of the portrait and like lean over and look at you and be like you're going down and you go down to the fucking bottom of the mountain. Like, that was just such an amazing moment where it was like, Jesus, like, how did she come back from this? That's, and then... But she fell down into some mystical fairyland. It wasn't even like it was dark. It was the brightest part of the game. But it's the base of the mountain. It's the bottom. it's so nice down there. It's probably warmer. Yeah. (laughs) But but she wanted to climb the mountain. But the mountain is a metaphor for her mental illness and trying to overcome her obstacles. Uh, that's like that's like the perfect like I just uh, it was a perfect I, I think that's a for fantastic like, moment in gaming I think when Balder first shows up at your house in God of War yeah and I agree with game, but see I you know, see, like, so see but that's a great moment as well but I agree the feelings I had when Balder showed up and he calls out your son and whoops your ass but like when he yeah. calls out your son I was like yeah. well that hit some sort of nerve with me where I was just like whoa I had the same thing yeah. that Dan was talking about though where you know. I, if anybody's been through a relapse or anything like that where you know you're doing so good you get up there and then you're just completely thrown back down okay from the beginning 
that feeling too, that also hit the same sort of nerve, that visceral... I don't have that nerve. <laughs> if you've ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I am Dennis. I, I you, no is, that, is that the Dan Vito character? Is that, no, uh... it's, it's a Glenn Howerton character. I have no feelings. <laughs> Both of those moments hit the nerve, and for me, Celeste hit a bigger nerve, maybe because I don't have a son, I don't know. But I, there was, I think there was more of that those moments where, you know, she's overcoming obstacles. Even when she meets that guy, I forget his name, Oshiro. in the hotel. So, like that too, just that, that, that feeling. He, he was one of my favorite characters. That, that feeling of like loneliness and just and just wanting to belong. And there she is being a complete ass to him. Yeah. And then she regrets it. Like this, there's just so many of those moments that, like you said, from an 8-bit thing, that was able to convey these sort of feelings that we've all, no or at least, I, at least I've gone through on a, on a multiple time basis where I'm just like, you know what? I can relate to that. That's real. And that's why I think it was just such a beautiful... In the same way that I was surprised with God of War, I was surprised with Celeste. Because you look at it, and you wouldn't think much. But man, were there those moments that just pack a punch. Yeah, and, I, and I'd also say, shouting out specific moments, I would say the uh, obviously the first time when you realize that... Uh, you know, dark version of her like comes out of the mirror and is chasing you around and stuff. And then she goes through the cycle of like you're not me like at first she's like you know whatever and then it's she decides you know what i don't need you anymore i'm mm -hmm. just gonna fight you and then you chase after her like that stuff hits really really well and then when she finally accepts she's like you're a part of me and i need to take care of you yeah. and like whatever and then you shoot up and you go that through too. everything yeah, exactly. it's like that's, that's such that's a too. great moment it's got everything I could ever want in anything. Yeah. Shelby, I love that. Shelby, I love, I love, I love the touchy-feely stuff. Give it to me. Bring it. Bring it. I. Wait, that's I think really it's weird clear, when you put it that way. I think it's clear that we're gonna put God of War above Into the Breach, so we're gonna do Into the Breach at three. Okay. And then I, I, I think we're making a compelling case for Celeste number one. I don't see it. All right, Celeste is my personal number one. So you boys fight. You already said we could switch. <laughs> Actually, that's true. I did say uh, that. I guess, uh, in the sense that you were just like, I, maybe I don't have a son, I don't feel the same way. As somebody who coaches 80 freaking kids around that Atreyu's age every single day, maybe I do feel more like him because they don't fucking listen. <laughs> you know, I don't think that was a takeaway for the yeah. game. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Um, no, I. No, but I have, know, I have people I care thing. about. I, you know, I, that I, that I love cinema so much, and I have such a passion for motion capture that when I see these characters actually acting it out, and I can see the emotion in their faces, then I become more attached to them. Mm -hmm. You know, when I can literally oh, I, okay. see his his brow move or his uh, I mean, yeah, something like that. Okay. Like, I mean, obviously the story has to be good. I mean, you, know, you read a book. No, I know, the same thing. It's like dialogue, that, that's the same thing with thing. Uh, with a, um, something like that where characters don't speak. You know, like uh, books give you the same emotions. Yeah. That's why Celeste is crazy that they don't have any of that. And it's still, there's, there's still this sort of... Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. But... <clears throat> I don't know. That's just my personal My vote's for Celeste. Over God of War. I mean, if, if both of you guys are going there, then... Then I'll allow it, but no, I, I for, it. personally, I have been fighting. <laughs> Keep fighting! Don't give up. You, know, you gotta do Wonder Song. You just gotta start singing. One, start singing. You gotta start singing. I already let freaking Wonder Song in the top five. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think, I mean, you know, like I said, when, when my personal top 10 comes out, uh, I think my number one could be Oberdin Into the Breach or Celeste. Uh, but I think God of War is in that mix, but it's not it's not a contender for my number one personally. But like I said, it is up there with them. So like I could see it being number two on my list, even though any of those three could be number one. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I, I personally have too much disdain for that stupid ass turn, and it really does put a sour sour note in my opinion. Um, I think the game is great overall. It, it, it is one of my, you know, most enjoyable experiences. I love that the open world isn't so huge and sprawling. That's one of the reasons I am not, you know, that's why Red Dead 2 for me is behind all these. It's because God of War does its scope in a similar way to Spider-Man where it's like, it's not so huge. Yeah, where it's you like, know? you can explore the whole city in Spider-Man, yeah. but it's not. And God of War, it's like, long. you can go through these like labyrinthine paths, you know, passages and see all these little secrets and stuff but it's not overwhelming you mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 just it's like attainable to do everything you know and and it's really enjoyable and i i love god of war but yeah i don't i don't see it being number one for us well if that's how you guys feel i'll, I'll let it go i'm just i'll let you know right, right now on. that i would have switched them <laughs> all right and that's not i mean don't get me wrong i'm, I'm making the argument for god of war over celeste Still saying Celeste would be my number two, you know. Right, like I'm right. not. Oh, that's, that's what I, this is always. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, Shelby, what you're saying is that Celeste did make you feel things. Put this game down. No, I'm, I said it before that the gameplay alone, without anything, would still allow it to be in my Shelby, top three. We got it, Shelby. Th- I still like playing that. Makes me want to go and play Super Meat Boy because I never did play it. And the way but I game, love. Like, that's the thing. I love Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Gameplay is amazing, but Celeste just adds this again. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying the, of it. The, the lack of empathy in my soul. So we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you to let it go above God of War. We're gonna we're gonna get you some empathy. Well, I think we have our list, boys. Circle back. I'm going to read it off. One to ten. Actually, ten to one. Do it. Number ten, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number nine, Florence. Number eight, Minute. Number seven, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Number six, Marvel Spider-Man. Number five, Wander Song. Number four, Return of the Obra Dinn. Number three, Into the Breach. Number two, God of War, and Circle Back Gaming Game of the Year. Number one, Celeste. Yay! Thank you to Matt Thorson and his beautiful team for making Celeste. And that's it, guys. That was our Circle Back Gaming 2018 was, Game of the Year oof. extravaganza. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys. It was a long one. It was a good one. And uh, now okay. we I hope you guys enjoyed watching. Happy uh, 2018 to everybody. got a bunch of index cards to pick up now. Yep. <laughs> uh, we are going to do, in the next episode, we're probably going to go through some, uh, we have some other categories in mind. We're just going to do, like, best music, uh, best, we're going to do, like, best looking or best art style or whatever. <laughs> best looking. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, now, a couple, couple of things like that. that. <laughs> couple things like that um so we'll see for the next episode but uh look for that and uh thank you guys so much for watching thank you so much happy 2018 to everybody yeah shelby dan thank you guys for allowing me to be part of your lives thank you and the podcast great news to 2019 see you next time
Hey everyone, thanks so much for watching and or listening. Just here to remind you that you can find us by searching for Circle Back Podcast or Circle Back Gaming on any of these podcast services. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or Stitcher. My God, I'm out of breath because of all these podcast services. But you can find us anywhere there. Also, you can find us our video version on YouTube by searching Circle Back Podcast or Circle Back Gaming uh, and the rest of the videos we do. Thanks, guys.